Hello, my name is Tommy Small and I'm Artistic Director of Shaper Caper and we are on tour at the moment with our critically acclaimed show, thank you very much, um, Within This Dust, which is all about the events of 9-11. Um, and today I'm joined by our two fabulous dancers, we've got Lisa and Vince and they're going to introduce themselves here. Hi, I'm Vince Ver. I'm a dance, uh, freelance dancer based in Glasgow and I've worked for Tommy for 12 years. Hi, I'm Lisa. I'm based in London. I am mama to one and I am a freelance dancer and I've been dancing for Tommy since 2013, six years. Lovely. Okay, so can you tell us then how did we all meet then? So, yeah, what was the first kind of thing? Well, yeah, how did I meet you both then? So we, I auditioned for you, was it this dark December 2012 in Dundee? <laughs> um, and that's where I met Vince and you. I think you you were obviously working already oh, yeah. for Tommy. Oh, yeah, because you've been with him for a long time. Uh, yeah, and we did uh, an audition together. And that's, yeah, that's how I met you at audition. And uh, I was doing Transitions, Laban's postgraduate dance company in 2007 and Tommy saw my last performance of that tour at the Laban Theatre and then offered me work and he was, had been living in London at the time but was moving in the process of moving up to Dundee at the space to be artist in residence and then I think our first contract was in that November 2007 for a week doing some R&D for a new show. You might randomly hear a bin reversing, a bin lorry reversing at the moment. Um, we're currently on tour in Isla, on the Isle of Isla, and there's a bin hopefully not reversing into the venue. But um, So it's interesting, Vince, because actually we did actually meet elsewhere before that. So for about five years, Vince and I, no, probably about three years maybe, Vince and I kind of would meet each other through random friends. So we, we both had friends who were dating each other, and we ended up in like the same bar pretty much just standing next to our friends while they were like snogging and then there was us on the opposite side kind well, of not really chatting to each other because we didn't really know each other at all but so. there was sometimes snogging and sometimes not being together so we weren't really allowed it was slightly awkward as talking so we'd occasionally like have the odd very brief hi you're right but then we weren't really allowed to talk because then they weren't talking and it was very awkward but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we did have that time. Oh, the dramas. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we all worked, and then we've kind of worked on loads of different projects together, haven't we? So can you maybe give us a flavour of what are all those different types of projects we've done as a group before Within the Dust or after Within the Dust? So we've done Tentacular. Yeah, that was a really good site-specific... Uh, Tentsmuir Forest yeah. up by... St Andrews? Yeah. yeah, and we did, that was like a day event, which in the daytime it was the really family friendly kind of treasure trail of performances and uh, kind of dance theatre stuff. And then in, with community uh, pieces as well, community groups were in that. And then in the evening it was more adult-esque cabaret. Cabaret extravaganza. Yeah, that was great fun. Um, we were joking about this last night and saying that we remember when we first did the first recce around Tensmuir Forest and I was going, and then we're going to go through that bit of forest and then head down to the beach. And we didn't realise it covered something like a seven mile radius. It was absolutely exhausting. <laughs> so we had to scale that back slightly. Um, there was also a random moment where I was trying to get everyone to be dancing in a boat and then the Coast Guard told us that absolutely no way that was going to happen. It was a really fast current and no one would survive. So we thought we didn't want to re 
three-stage Titanic, so uh, we moved away from that. Um, so, yeah, and then here we are on Within the Stust. So how long have you been doing... So we've worked together for quite a while, but how long have we worked together on Within the Stust for then? So I started doing Within the Stust in 2013, so I've been performing this for six years. Uh, my first gig was in Brazil, which was pretty epic. Um, I was dancing with Roman, who was the Fallen Man number two. Um, and we rehearsed together in Berlin, and then I premiered my version of Embers not, yeah, in Brazil, which was amazing. So, so good. And so then, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> and then you joined? Um, uh, four years ago, I started doing it, and uh, initially in Scotland, and my first um, non-Scottish day for Tommy in like the first eight years was to Halifax <laughs> in Yorkshire, <laughs> which is actually quite nice because I am from Yorkshire, so my family were able to come and see the work. But then we also went to New York together. New York in yeah. 2016. Yeah, first we time. did a showcase out there where it was different supporting uh, supporters and producers who were coming to see the work. So we did like a short extract, mm. which was amazing. And we also got to visit the One World Trade Center building and the museum, which really enriched our performances, I felt like mm. since then and also that time. And then you went again. Yeah, so at that showcase, there was some of the curators of the museum and uh, they have an arts program. I think if they do a twice a year, they have some kind of arts program and they were moved by the piece so much that they wanted to make it work in the 9-11 Memorial Museum. And so the year after we went and performed uh, in the kind of the kind of lecture hall, which isn't so ideal for dance, but we made it work and it actually has a stage and you know, was um, broadcast live around the world as well. So it's the first dance show to actually be presented at the 9-11 Memorial Museum. And for me, it's like one of the most beautiful and sensitively done museums because they really the uh, community around them because it was so moment such a momentous event really got involved and they had years of communicating and talks mm. and discussions about how it should be done and, and you can actually see the um the foundations of the two towers are actually like the you can see them on the floor so you're actually inside that building in the museum like mm. it's the energy in the room is, is really incredible. It's really powerful. And you really hear all the individual stories of all those, you know, I think 2,000 people mm. that died and the repercussions of that in the f within the families and within uh, the, you know, the New York City community and then obviously the repercussions around the world that we felt when we saw it happening mm. and that we are still living through today. Yeah. So it was really, it was really important to be there, and they were so supportive in our when they were hosting us because we had two days to go around. They taught, gave us a tour around the museum and to go around and absorb all these different influences. I mean, it was pretty overwhelming. Cause, yeah, it was quite um, quite daunting to perform there, uh, but I think it's really enriched us. Yeah, like you say, enriched mm. us coming back and being able to have time and further performances to let all that kind of settle into our body and mm. into our, the way that we perform this critically acclaimed work. Oh, well, I'm glad you mentioned that critically acclaimed work. Wonderful. <laughs> so what other shows have we done together then? 
So we did Cut, yeah. which oh. was a haunting uh, version of Carmen, the opera. I was Carmen. She was epic. <laughs> and that was uh, site-specific in Camperdown House. Yeah, like fully immersive. It was like scary as hell. We took audiences around and petrified them. It was great fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that setting was amazing, wasn't it? Was it was just really an naked. old kind of manor house and in loads of spaces. the park, nobody there. Like, yeah. it's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, and we were there for like a few weeks doing yeah. that, weren't we, uh, to make it really site-specific. Well, you, it started off as dance walk, dance then it turned walk. into dance trail. trail. Yeah. 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 Which was uh, all around Dundee in different kind of um, sort of landmarks within the city. And we had all different kinds of, we did the jive, we yeah. did... And all different kinds of dances and, and styles and, and things. So it was really community good. groups and community were part groups of that. Were very integral. Oh, do you remember to the it? big like street dance yeah. with the big table down yeah. and everyone was there? That was wicked. In the middle of the high street in yeah. Dundee. <laughs> that was pretty uh, quite wild, I wild. would say. Well, that street party had like literally was stopped, like like literally was stopping people on their tracks. Like they were out just shopping in the afternoon, and there was this like big nineteen fifties style jubilee kind of street party thing going yeah. on. It was really fun, yeah. I mean, also they had no choice to stop, but to stop because there were so many of there us. There was loads yeah. of us. It was yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then we did New Year's Day, uh, oh, did, yeah. Winter Wonderland, where we performed. Is it Saint Giles yeah. Cathedral? Saint Giles. That was really amazing. Uh, we actually took bits of um, Within This Dust and performed mm. them in there. We kind of adapted for the space and we had a choir singing and there was an organist and that was really amazing. Mm. Kind of got audiences. There was big audiences mm, that yeah, day. We had, yeah. kind of had like a role in performance so people could come in whenever they wanted and see the show. Mm. That was really good. It was part of like the Edinburgh New Year's Day Festival yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's really popular. So next question is, uh, where were you then on 9-11? I was in Edinburgh. I was um, studying to do my HND in professional dance at Telford College, and it was a day off for us. And I was waiting in my flat for my flatmate's bed to be arrived because she had ordered a new bed. And I was watching TV. It was kind of morning, or yeah. And I just remember like all the TV channels like changing to the news and being like really annoyed because I was watching a good show, and then sort of going away to make a cup of tea and coming back, and then sort of all the channels were changing and then my housemate came home and she was like oh my god have you got the news on and I was like yeah it's on and she was like look and then we both just sat in front of the tv like all day in kind of disbelief like I remember when we were watching the news they were showing live like the towers and then they actually saw the second plane like go into the second building and then the kind of live feed like stopped and they went back to the studio and they were like oh we're not really sure what's happened just then and then when they went back they kind of confirmed that we just watched like the second plane like live going into the tower and it was just like whoa like the line where you say it's like a movie like it, it totally was like you uh, you just couldn't believe that this was live and we were watching it as it happened like it was unbelievable Ugh, awful uh i was in sixth form and we kind of finished at two o'clock so by the time i got home after three o'clock with the time difference with new york it was already on the news and on every channel and i remember just standing in front of the tv and just watching this constant repetition of like that footage of where you know that mm. second plane goes in and that is still shown in the memorial museum mm. like that's i just couldn't comprehend it and it was like everything just stopped and you're just watching this and you can't really you can't understand it you can't 
you can't even think about it. something, you know, mm-hmm. and you know it's really big. And then my sister went into labor kind of three months prematurely. So I remember then going up to the hospital later that day and she was, you know, they were keeping her kind of up, upside down slightly and injecting her with steroids and trying to keep the babies in because they, they, she was having twins and it was way too early. And in her, like, pri- like in her room was the TV on and, you know, there's a surreal experience of this new life, these new lives trying to get out, but all these lives, have, yeah, being lost and are still being lost through the effects of the dust and the asbestos and all that debris that was mm. breathed in by the public and by the rescue workers. So it's really, I just, yeah, I remember it really clearly. Where were you, Tommy? Well, I was at the place. So, no, I just graduated from the place and I was doing choreodrome, um, which was like a choreographic lab to kind of look into kind of ideas for new bits of work. Um, And it's funny because I came out, we had had an American dancer with us um, and she had left to go home the day before. No, she'd left to go home and she then, like, literally was heading to the airport. So she left rehearsals early, was heading to the airport and then she came back and was like, have you seen the news? Like, I've not made it to the to the airport because, um, yeah, this is what's just happened. And she couldn't get hold of her family or her boyfriend or anything who were all kind of living in New York. And, and, and I felt really bad because I didn't actually know what the World Trade Center was. Like, I don't think I'd ever properly taken in what the World Trade Center was, even though now you look back and it's like everywhere you look, they're in movie, it's in movies and- It's in Friends. It's in Friends, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like Sex and the City, you know, yeah. it was in all those kind of mo- like TV programs and movies you watch, but I'd not really, I'd never been to New York, so I, d- I didn't really understand it at all. And it wasn't until, yeah, the same thing, that it was that moment where the second plane hit the tower, I think was when we joined the news at that point, uh, or when we just happened to kind of turn the, the TV on in the cafe we were in. And yeah, and just couldn't believe it. And we then started walking down, we kind of went down um, to meet friends and went to Tottenham Court Road where at that point it was like big kind of electronics companies and kind of there was pretty much just a road, like a road full of shops selling big TVs. Um, And every single TV all the way up and down that street on Tottenham Court Road was just covered in these news channels all broadcasting from that. So, so, and and it was just, I, I remember just thinking, like the world is changing somehow, and I don't know, I don't know what it was, but I think it was just after that, you know, you know, there was then the, the whole kind of um, Gulf War in Iraq, and you know, all the kind of impact of all of that. And I remember just meeting a lot of people that I really respected who were much older than me, because um, I was obviously a young thing, um, and and just hearing their opinion and just thinking, like, I genuinely thought it was, it felt like end of days in some way. It felt like this is a massive change to kind of the world from today like it just felt really massive (laughs) 